Okay. On my birthday. Okay. We're in the middle of the seventh chapter, and we discussed the idea of Yeled. And we discussed there's uh, five ways of understanding it, the literal interpretation, and then the, what do you call it, the metaphor or whatever, it, it means other things. And the last one is the one we're most interested in. If you teach somebody something, right, so now you were molid, you, you gave birth to something, you brought something in to the other person, so to speak, okay? So it's like you gave birth to him. So with this, coming right from here now, and with this borrowed term, we can now understand what it means by Adam when it says, Adam lived 130 years, Vayoled beat Musa Kitsalmo and was born in his Demus and in his Tselem. Okay? Now, what does that mean based on what we said? What, is, what does Vayoled mean now? Using the fifth term to teach somebody to wisdom. Right? Remember the fifth term? You give birth. We use that idea, right? Someone, we said it was the idea of the mind, right? It's the idea of uh, the, uh, the the fifth one is new ideas. And if it's new ideas, you give birth to a new idea. So you teach people new ideas. You teach them the MS. It's like you gave birth to them. So interestingly, how the Rambam explains this. So Adam lived 130 years. And now was born, he gave birth to Shays, which we'll see, in with his moose and with his tselem. So what did he really do? He taught the child, he taught Chachma, and brought the wisdom from potential to reality. And when we talk about Selem and the moose, we're not talking about his face, but we're talking about the Seichel. Remember the question was, if it was in his image, what image can it be? Unless it's just DNA. But then again, but man is in God's image. So what are we going to say? So therefore, And we already explained what it means to sell him in the most. So now we're beginning to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Man was created in God's sell him in the most. And when I say sell him in the mean essence and his intellect. That's what it means. It's created with a, a degree of God's intellect. Not a physical thing, but the way to think. He started off that way. Chapter 1. Chapter 2, he had that way of MS and Sheker. But then it dropped down to Tovarah. Makes it much harder now for man to think like God. Okay, so now... He's given birth to a child. So you can just pass me the Chumash, please. I don't think I have it. So let me explain what is going on over here. And what does this mean? Well, if we look at the end of chapter 4 in Bereshis, it says like this. I'm going to read it. It's not there. Vayeda Adam od es ishto. Adam knew his wife again. Vatelet bein. 
they gave birth to a son. Fatikashmo Shais. And they called him Shais. Okay. And then it says, and Shais also had a son, and he called him Enosh. That's so is it clear that Shais was born to Adam Mahabha? Is it clear? Okay. Now, chapter five. Says Sefer told us Adam. This is the account of the descendants of Adam. In the day that God created man, Bidmuselokim, Bidmuselokim, Osa Osa. Okay? Zachar in a cave of Ram, he created them male and female, he blessed them. Good. Now, Vayechi Adam, Shloshim Ashana. Adam lived 130 years. Vayolid Bismusel Kitsamo. He gave birth to things in his Dmus and Salam. Vayikra Eshmo Shes. He called his name Shes. So the problem is, why does it have to say Vayikra Eshmo Shes? Just say Vayolid Bidismo Kitsamo Es Shes. Now, first of all, we already know he gave birth to Shes. So what happened over here? You found we, we said before he knew his wife again. And she called his name Shays. Kishosli Elohim Zerach Hashem provided me with another child. All right, so clearly gave birth to him. Now it says this Savior told us Adam. Now we're going back to the history of the world where God created man. Bidmus Elohim Asalso. Hashem made him with his Dmus, etc., etc. Vayechi Adam. Now Adam lives 130 years. We're not going to talk about Cain and Hevel. They're dead. Nothing ever came from them. He lived 130 years. Vayoled did Muso Kitzalmal. He gave birth in his Salmond Moose. Is that what it means? What's the fifth meaning of Yolad? To improve the wisdom, to learn. So it means what he taught. And he called his name Chase. What mean he called his name Chase? So what the Rambam, and this is going to be a discussion, what does the Rambam mean over here? But he's clearly saying, we already know what Selim and Demus is. So Selim and Demus is this. So what does it mean now that he's calling this person Chase? So we've got a number of interesting interpretations here. Some are wild. I'll just tell you to them. First, he brings from the Ibn Tibon in this uh, parak. He said, he said, this parak of Yeled has big secrets of the Torah. He says, and he is going to transgress the oath of the Rambam. Rambam said we shouldn't share all the deep stuff. He said, I'm going to transgress and I'm going to share it. Okay. And others explained, uh, you know, this is the secret. It's not to get over, etc. But Chase, it seems, was considered the son of Adon Rishon. It really wasn't his son at all. It was his student that he brought to complete Seichel. That's one shot. I'm not saying that's the uh, 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 we'll have to see what this means. But uh, but anyway, he says was a student. And if you understand the secret of a Rishon, you'll understand what Yolad means and what it means. Bid Musol Kitzalmo, etc., etc. Okay? 
So that's one shot. The Barbanel says it's even wackier. We're not talking about establishing a student, but with his learning, he created more logic. And it wasn't even a son. <laughs> it says he just, he now developed into a chase. Okay. Okay, this is wild. However, most commentaries don't learn that way. <laughs> most commentaries says, you know, he could have been a student. Could have been his son was a student. That's possible. We can't go out of the Pushup shot. And many of the Mephorshim says that. And but what has to be answered, this was the problem. It says, Vayolid Bidmuso Kitsalmo, Vayikashmoshes. Why don't you say Vayolid Bidmuso Kitsalmo? As Chase. Why can't say he called him Chase? We already know it was called Chase from before. Just say he gave birth in his moose and some Chase. So he's saying the plus is not coming to tell us that they gave birth to Chase. We already know he gave birth to Chase. Here it's saying the uniqueness of Chase more than any of his brothers. Because only Chase was no lad. He was born. Bid Muso Kitsalmo. Why? Because he improved his intellect and therefore he can be a critical lynch point in the future generations. Because from him, Shays also means to be founded. The world was founded. And that's why it's included in the Sefer Toldos Adam. We're talking about the Toldos of man. So what the, what the more common under Subshad is like this. Man knew his wife, and she gave birth to a child, and they called him Chase. Now, what kind of brains did he have? I don't know. You'll see this all is going to make sense in another five minutes. So all, the last parak says, she gave birth to a kid, his name was Chase. Did he have Selim of Musel Well, that will depend on how, how advanced his knowledge will be. Now, we go to the next chapter. The next chapter says, we talk about God, the history of man. God created man in his image, which means with his intellect, with a supreme intellect, right? And he blessed them, etc. And now he lived 130 years, and now Vayoled, now it doesn't mean gave birth. Ready? No, he gave birth. Vayoled means he gave him knowledge. That makes sense. Vayoled, and now when he gave him the knowledge, it's beat Musol Kit Bitsalmo. Now it's beat Musol Bitsalmo. And he called his name Chase because now he's really Chase. The wife called him Chase because why? He, Hashem provided me another child. He called him Chase being he's a foundation to build off from future generations. Which, which now, just hold on just a little bit more. I know this is very exciting. But let's just read a few more lines in the Rambam now. Okay? Where are you up to now? Yeah, okay. Uh, call me. Call me, Chicago. Where's Vechol? Vechol? Call me. No. Yeah. So after 130 years, Vechol me, Shekadlo Vibonim. Any of the children he had before. Who's to say he didn't have more kids in between? And Ronald was saying he probably had more kids. Well, how long did he stay away from his wife for? Uh, I, that's a whole discussion. <laughs> they never got the true human form. 
What's the true human form supposed to be? He tselem Adam, that tselem of Adam udmuso hanemer aleha, which is betselem elokimu bidmuso. In other words, Adam had kids, but they weren't betsel in his tselem and his demus. Mean to say, with his type of wisdom, he didn't have that same type of wisdom. Okay. Amnam, Sheis, but Sheis, Kasher Limduhu, Vevinuhu, that he taught him and he understood the real Das that he's supposed to have. Vininsa Sholem Hashlemus Hanoshi, and he now has perfected the human perfection in terms of intellect. Amarbo, now it says, Vayoled, he didn't give birth. But he educated him to the point of Bidmuso Kitsalmo in Autumn's Selim and Autumn's Mus. Not what he looked like, but with his intellect. The best intellect he could give him to distinguish between good and evil, but in a really proper way. That's what happened. Because it can't be Kain, because Kain worked on the land, working on the physicality. He, he went after his tithes. He was a very physical guy. So he didn't have any spirituality. And Hevel was Hevel. And he didn't have such great, uh, even though he had Midos Tovos, better than Kayan, but he still didn't reach any protection. And more than that, how long did they live? <laughs> Not long. Adam didn't have time to teach him a lot of Torah, so they're out. But Kayan was like five generations. Seven. 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 Okay, but he wandered. He was a wandering. He was a wandering Jew, yeah. Now, whoa! Now we got something even wilder here. So, what Ramam is suggesting at this point in time, Adam had many children, and now, if you understand this, you can understand what the whole Brachis when it talks about Chase lived this long and he had children. Look, it says he had Vayolid Banimu Banos. Right? Uh, but first it says, Vayolet es, es Enosh. In other words, the idea being the one, of, they had many kids, but that was the one that got to tell him in the Demus. That's the one who we, we gave him the intellect and understanding. In every generation, there was one person who was given to tell him in the Demus. That's what it's telling us here. But now, but Adam seemed, could have had many children in the first 130 years, and could have had children after that. It's only one we pick out, because that's the one's bitsalmo ubitimuso. And how is that? Because he taught him that intellect. Now, if you thought you heard something, just well, I'm not forgetting you, Mark, but I just got to complete the thought here. Ukfaria data, you should know. Whoever hasn't come to this level of understanding between Tov and Ra, Asher Briarno and which we explained that the seichel is planted in uh, of God, is planted in man. In other words, we're talking about divine intellect here. Now, it's not MS Vesheker anymore, but it's still pretty good. Tovara, to really know the in Tovara, as Rashi explains, and that's what Sneas is to understand the Tovara, which is still a very lofty level, but it's a... Uh, uh, a shadow of what he used to have. It still was powerful. If you don't have that, who ain't a ish? He's not truly a person. 
אבל בהמה אל צורס איש ותבני סו. But really, an animal that looks like a person. The tavnis, that's the external, remember, tavnis. Like, like a monkey, as we'll see in a minute. Okay, now, in other words, we're talking about a human being, but without any Torah knowledge. It's like an animal. Okay, remember Tarzan? <laughs> now, what would happen if a little baby boy was born in the jungle? Isn't that a whole story was set up? <laughs> yeah, well, that's Tarzan. Story. Jungle Book. I think it was the Jungle Book, no? No, that's different. That's different. Tarzan was an arguer. Okay, anyway, anyway. Avol, wait a minute. Sheyesh lo yecholes amina hezek v'chishra. But you know what he could do? He could destroy and come up with all incredible ways of being evil. Hmm, is that true? I can't believe that. Let's ask the uh, uh, Hamas. Which animals can't do? An animal, a tiger is not mean. A tiger is hungry. A tiger will never kill if it's not hungry. Will not kill because he got upset. A snake will. Okay, but I'm saying normal, normal animals, they kill because they're hungry. Human beings... They just can be bad, right? Other animals, because they do have intellect. There is brains in every human being. Show you Muchanim law that was prepared, ready, like goes Hashlemus to reach perfection. But since he doesn't learn any, but he didn't reach it. So he's got to use his brains for something. He will think of all kinds of ways to bring evil. He will bring forth terrible damage. And this head person is like a person. It's like an imitation. And certainly first man had children before Shays. It's all based on a medrash. The medrash says, "Kol osan meya ushloshim shana shayya adam nazuf." That for the first hundred and thirty years, where Adam was under rebuke, b'hem hayamolid ruchos. He gave birth to ruchos, winds. Ratzalomer shade him. Shade him. Now this is going to be. Tomorrow, a much bigger topic. So we'll leave it for tomorrow. I know it's, it's getting excited. It's a shady topic. He gave it to shade. But the Rambam, the push of shot, and what a Rambam calls a shade, what it really is, is imperfect humans. Humans without divine seichel. Humans who don't know the difference between tov and ra. Okay? And therefore, the kaserotza hashem. And then when they, when he finally did tshuva, when Adam did tshuva after 130 years, his tshuva was complete. Now he's capable. Holy, he gave birth to a proper son. Beat Muso Kit Salmo in his image. For Amr, and that's what it says. He gave birth 
to Samot and Musa. So what the Rambam is basically saying and explaining here is that Adam was capable of giving birth to children, human beings. But being born as human being, you didn't come with any necessary developed intelligence. And for whatever reason, while Adam was Nazuf, I can't just tell you why, he didn't really give birth to the fifth level, a child, where they, he taught him and he learned what all those elements of divine wisdom were. And that only came at that time. Now, well, and- it locked to some degree? What? You can only give that over when you're close to a ship. Yes. If you sin, and now you're not starting to far away from a ship. ship. You have no access to Now, this to is that. a whole, mamish, a lot of things over here, what, there are. what this means. But let's just, let's just bring one or two ideas over here. Um, but clearly, this is what the Rambam is saying. He's saying he had kids. And he gave, so he gave birth, according to the simple shot. The first shot is to give birth. He gave birth. So he gave birth to Shays. He gave birth to many kids. But then... But then he did the net, the fifth level of give birth, which means he taught him. And by teaching him, he was able to give him that Salomon Moose, which was potential. Every human being has a potential of Salomon Moose. But you gotta learn what it takes to develop that Salomon Moose. And that was what he taught to Shakespeare. And the Rambam seems to be very, very critical of uh, what uh, people who are not like this. And let's take a look how this fits into halacha. Uh, uh, let me take Mark's question. He's the patient. I don't want to forget him. Well, Cain and Hebel were born on the sixth day before the sin. Is that correct? There's different midrashim on this. Because I'm saying that Adam couldn't have imparted wisdom because he hadn't tasted the tree yet. Well, he had Emmas and Shechem. Yeah, but he still is. would have had to teach them. So according to the Rambam, he had 130 years. No, I'm saying for Chase, he had he had times for it to. Uh, well, we have to understand exactly where he was because he was far away from Hashem for 130 years. He was out of the Garden of Eden. He wasn't close to Hashem, so there was a lot of uh, destructive brain power that had to be repaired for Adamarishon himself. Yeah. The comment. I'm wondering how this ties into the phrase "Abraet and Olat," well that's the idea to see what's going to be in the future as time passes it gives birth to new things is that to see what time will bring up so now let's just look at an interesting halacha that I'm sure you're not going to like it's a Mishnah the fourth chapter of Boba Kama third halacha Shor shall Yisrael a Jewish ox Shinoga Shor shall Hektish okay, we don't have to know that that's not important okay fine let's go to the next one Shor shall Yisrael a Jewish ox gores the Goyish ox. Potter, he doesn't have to pay. And if a Goy's ox gores a Jew, they time they move it, Mishalom Nesik Shalom. You have to pay the full amount. Right? So what is going on over here? That doesn't seem fair. So let's say, let's see what uh, it's talking about over here. He's saying, if you'll have, if this court will go to a Jewish court, let's say have a din of a Jew with a mystery, and now there's a judgment between them. Okay, so 
Now, the, the, the Egyptian knows Egyptian law, and this Egyptian law is a Jewish law. Sometimes the Egyptian law goes one way, Jewish law goes another way. So Ramon writes, what do we do? If according to the Goyish law, the Jew will win, so we say, let's go to the Goyish court. Okay. And if we go to our judge, to our court, and he'll win, then we go according to our court, and he wins. Which seems to not be fair. But so it's also against Halakha, you're not supposed to go to Goyish court. No, 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 because no, you didn't if, 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 if according to Jewish court I would lose, you still take it's to a Goy, not to a Yid. Two Yid can't go to a Jewish, Jewish court. But the Allah is, we do it in a way to make sure the Jew wins. Now he says like this, don't wonder about this. Don't ask questions, because you know, the same reason wouldn't ask the following question. Now, Peter would argue on this next line. No one has any trouble. We slaughter an animal. They didn't sin. Right? What right do I have to kill an innocent animal, says Peter? Why? But doesn't, persons does not have developed human qualities. A.K.A. a goy. He's not truly a person. But the ultimate uh, reality of, of what is supposed to be a person. Really, I need to talk a lot more about this. But he's saying a, a human being who doesn't have miros at all. Now remember, the non-Jews did not accept the seven Noachite laws. Very important idea. And if they do, it's only because of philosophical reasons, it's not because God said so. Mm -hmm. So by definition, the Goyim, by, uh, you have exceptions. You have Hasidei Umos Ulam. That really are keeping the seven laws. We're not talking about them. Mm -hmm. But by and large, let's talk about the Romans, those nice guys, right? The Greeks, those nice guys. The Germans, those nice guys. The Hamas, those nice guys. Nice. Right? They are not human. They're not truly human. That's what Ramu says. And therefore, since they're not truly human, so just like I can check an animal, you know why he's not human. And we're not saying we can check goy. But if it's a but if my animal gores it, I'm entitled to whatever they have. It's Gomorrah, there's many Gomorrahs that talk about this. Because they're not really living like humans. Just because you're a human being physically, but if you don't act that way. You're not acting like it. We're not acting like a human, and therefore we can just like you can slaughter them, so we can take monetary advantage of them. But the point is, as much you may not like this halacha, and the Rambam says, I really would have to write a whole thing on this. But what he is saying clearly is that human beings who don't act like human beings, they're they're not they're not they're, they may be human in name only, but not in, in essence. And if anything, they're just destructive. But and you're saying a Torah Jew, you've said here, the Rambam says a Torah Jew, or let's say a Jewish person without Torah. It's a big problem. It's a big issue. But he still is a Jew. The only well, yes, difference the is, I mean, if he sits down and starts to learn, he's still a Jew. He's still a Jew, and the Pintle Yid has never been destroyed. Right. But a Goy has no Pintle Yid. <laughs> There's no Pintle Goy. <laughs> right? And if you don't act, so you're an animal. So what he basically is saying is, Adam gave birth to many animals, mm. human animals. 
Till he came to Shays, who was Mamish to Tselemaloki. So when we have this idea of Neanderthal man or things like that, whatever, whatever that means, there were certainly many humans without developed brains <laughs> until we came to Chase. So he had a developed brain. And then Chase's kid, and that comes from teaching. This is one way of looking at it. And the Ramam clearly is saying that a, a, a shade is not, and we'll talk tomorrow, is not this mystical spooky thing, because the Ramam generally stays away from mystical spookies. And he says a shade is, what shade? Shade comes from being a destroyer. Well, the biggest destroyers that I know are humans. And that's why we don't have to return extra cash to the cashier? That's right. Because what are they going to do with the extra cash? I don't know. Unless I'm going to make a kid a shashem, which is a separate idiom. Yeah. But you got to understand, mankind in general, it's it's like the Greeks, we're rational animals. That's what they said. What did Hitler say? We're barbarians and we're proud to be barbarians. It's their words. I'm not even saying it. Rational animals. So they're animals. So what can you do? I can think of ways to be cruel to people. Anyway, enough for today. We'll see what we'd like to add tomorrow. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Mazikim. And there is other understandings of the Tselem and Demus beyond this.